Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces, or I should say X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Hey, man, we got a great show tonight. We have got Jacob of Ayala with us. He is a 24. He's uncommitted. He's out of the state of Texas. Hey, Jacob, are you here? Yes, sir, I am. I'm so glad you're here with us. Why don't you go yeah, ahead and introduce yeah. yourself? Maybe well, let us you know. Oh, man. Thank you so much for being <laughs> here again. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Jacob Ayala. I'm from Grand Prairie, Texas. I go to South Grand Prairie High School. Uh, graduate the year 2024, and I'm uncommitted. Hey, man, let me ask you something. How did, how did you get into playing baseball? Uh, it was just something that, you know, I started off really young as uh, probably two or no, three or four playing uh and i feel like ever since i hit the field you know i've just loved the game uh every day after school me and my grandpa we would throw the ball we'd go to a park we'd hit you know they would all play with me my grandpa and my grandma you know we would play we would play baseball they would pitch to me i would pitch to them uh, and you know i just started to fall in love with it you know i feel like they really pushed that on me uh at a young age that you know the game was just fun they always told me that it was just a game, so I always keep that in my head now. Um, you know, it's just a game. Have fun. Smile. That's what my grandpa always tells me, just to smile. So every time I'm on the mound, you know, I try and smile or, you know, just be in a good mood. I have a good attitude. Hey, man, that's a great attitude. So yes, grandma, sir. so it was grandma and grandpa that were out right, there playing. Right. Yeah, so it was a little mix between both of them. Uh, I know some days my grandpa would be working, and it would just be me and my grandma. Or yeah, sometimes it would just be me and uh, grandpa one day. But every other day we were out on the fields just throwing the ball. Or even if it was in the street, rolling the ball, fielding ground balls. Like I feel like you know, when I was little, I was always working out, doing baseball. But it was just fun to me. Hey, man, that's so cool, Jacob. I love that story. That's one of the best ones I've ever heard. You know, usually the typical story, and there's nothing wrong with it because I'm a dad, but generally what you hear, you know, kids get started because their dads, their dads are into it. I love that, man. It's your grandparents. I think that's so cool. So you say, all right, so you go to South uh, Grand Prairie High School. Where where is that? So it's like, I would say South – South of Dallas, for sure, of that. And it's kind of right by Irving. And it's kind of like, it's not too far from downtown Dallas. Uh, okay. But there, there is a South Grand Prairie and there's a North Grand Prairie. So, you know, there's always a rivalry going on. Yeah, I bet there is. And, I mean, Dallas yeah. is so big. Everybody recognizes Irving, Texas. That's the Dallas Cowboys. So right. you're close to Arlington, Fort yeah, Worth, Dallas, close. that here. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, very close to Arlington. Uh, they're actually in our district for high school. Okay. All yeah. right. And what was your GPA? Uh, my GPA was a 3.5. Okay. Outstanding, yes, man. I love yes, it. Sir. So 
So give us an idea. So what positions do you play? And uh, what are some of your strengths? And maybe a couple things or one thing that you're just trying to work on. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I play shortstop, second base, and I'm also a pitcher. So middle infielder, right-handed pitcher. Um, I will say that, you know, a couple of my strengths or one of my strengths is I always keep that same attitude. Um, you'll never really see me down on the baseball field, I would say. You're never going to see me, you know, shrugging my shoulders or head down. I feel like just me as an athlete overall, uh, just always in a good mood, trying to get everybody up, get the dugout up. Even if, you know, somebody else is having a bad game, go try to make them have a good day, better, better game. With the weaknesses, I just feel like I'll, I'm always too hard on myself, I guess I would say. Uh, sometimes, you know, making an error or, you know, in situations where it could, you know, could or cost you the game, I uh, just feel like I'm, I'm hard on myself. I got sure. you, man. For yeah, sure. ab- absolutely. I think that's kind of a common trait, to tell you the truth, probably with all, right. all athletes, but specifically baseball. I think it's such a mental game. And one of the reasons I think baseball is so mental is, hey, hey, think about it. If you're a hitter and you're three for ten, they call you a Hall of Famer, honestly, right? But that right. means you kind of failed seven times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's a, it's such a mental game. And I, but I've got to tell you, man, I, I love the aspect of what you're saying is, hey, man, you're always on the upside. You're one of the cheerleaders in the dugout, right? You're trying to keep everybody positive, keeping them in the game, keep them motivated. That's the kind of stuff that you need. No question about sure. it. Yes, so let me ask you something about this summer. Who were you playing with over the summer? So I was playing with a five-star American with uh, Coach Jordan. I think we were, uh, we were out of Plano, Texas, so not too far north of uh, Dallas. Uh, and then also I was spending some of my tournament time or I guess I would say a couple of weeks I uh, spent with the Texas Rangers, the Youth Academy, um, and they kind of created a pretty big team. And we went out to Seattle and we played in uh, – kind of local in Seattle, but they, they also took us to the All-Star game. Uh, they took us to the Home Run Derby. They took us to a lot of, you know, high school, the high school All-American game, the PDP game. Uh, we saw we got to see a lot of good talent that weekend. I was going to say, what a great experience. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> For sure. I'm, I'm definitely blessed, definitely blessed to be a part of their um, little organization with the Rangers. You said that was Rangers Academy? Yeah, so the the Texas Rangers they have like a uh, like a youth academy and it's in West Dallas, so it's literally like right in the heart of downtown. Um, and it's a little academy off this street. It's like perfect skyline view, uh, <laughs> fields like right in the heart of the city, and kids. You, it's kind of like an academy where kids could just go for free at first. Uh, you go for free and you kind of it's just like practice and. Then in the summer, there's these, there's a league, and you join a team, and from that team, the head director, he'll kind of scout you out and, uh, you know, determine if you'll go to a tryout, and that tryout determines if you make the team for the Commissioner Cup team. So it's pretty cool how it all lays out, but uh, it's definitely a lot of competing in there. No doubt, definitely. man. That sounds yeah, yeah, that definitely sounds interesting. All right, so. All right, so middle infielder and a pitcher. Give us some measurements. Give us height and weight. 
So uh, as of the end of the, or I will say, call this kind of the end of the summer because I'm done playing. Uh, I've gotten up a couple of pounds, so I'm 168, 167 now, uh, six foot exact. But you know, I've been, that's what a big thing I've been working on. Not necessarily trying to put too much weight on, just trying to stay healthy, maintain my weight, and maybe you know, up a couple pounds. You know. Okay. That'll be fine. But right. Yes, sir. Yeah, for sure. Six foot, big kid. Nothing wrong with that. So <laughs> how, yeah. How often do you pitch? Um, actually for high school, I was the Tuesday night guy. Uh, so I'd pitch okay. every Tuesday and then would still DH for myself in games. Um, and then on Friday night, I would be playing second base. Gotcha. All right. Yes, so kind of, so kind of give us a feel, you know, Talk to us just a little bit about arm strength. Like, what kind of velo are you are you at? And then tell us what your secondaries are. Okay. So, um, I do, you know, not to, you know, kind of throw myself out there, but I do feel like I have a really, really fast arm. Uh, and just the way I move my body for pitching. Uh, like this summer, I've been – I touched 88. I've been 87. Sitting right in the 85 to 84 range with, I have like a slurve, I would say. It's a knuckle curve. And then I throw a circle changeup, which has been probably my best pitch. And then other than that, I have a, a splitter that has some, some pretty good movement on it. Wow, man. That's a full compliment. Yes, All right, sir. So slurve, <laughs> circle change, and a splitter. And the circle change is your... Would you call yeah, that love, your go-to I love pitch? That. Yeah, I love that circle change. All right. <laughs> so change, that's where it's at right there. So when everything is on the line and you got to have it, man, you're going you're gonna to rely on the circle change? Is that what three, you're saying? Three, two, boom, circle change. Yes, sir. All right, man. That, that's how it. I feel. I'm, I'm really confident with that pitch. Same thing with the splitter. Uh, I would say they have similar movements, but – I really like both pitches. I've just been throwing that uh, circle change a little bit, little bit longer. And okay. it's actually how, uh, funny how I learned the the splitter. We were at the, or I was at one of the Texas Rangers Academy, and we were literally it, we were taking BP out, and I was shagging in the outfield with one of my buddies, and he he was just throwing with somebody on the line, and he was like, "Yeah, check this pitch out." And he started throwing it, and he was like, it's a splitter, and, you know, it's, it's pretty nasty if you learn how to throw it. And just messing around with it that one day, I think the next day I went and pitched for the team, and I started throwing that splitter, and it it really worked. Like, <laughs> like I literally learned in, like, 20 minutes how to throw that pitch. I love it, man. Good and for you. crazy, yes, sir. Hey, that's exciting stuff right there, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. For All sure. All right. So let me ask you about Five Star American. Uh, I, I mean, summer season's got to be over, right? Right. Yeah, it, it's it's been over for uh, for me. I will say for it's been over for about two and a half weeks. Um, okay. Unfortunately, I didn't finish how I I would like to finish for the summer. Uh, I love Five Star. They're you know amazing organization, and I love the coach, uh, Coach Jordan. He was just you know. So chill, he's the best, pretty, really, really good coach. I just had some forearm tightness up in my arm. Went and got an MRI about, I want to say about a week and a half ago. 
and everything checked out completely fine. They just kind of th- uh, shut me down for throwing for okay. like two two and a half weeks. But I think tomorrow I'm going to therapy in the morning, and then tomorrow I'll start throwing. Okay, so pretty all exciting right. day tomorrow. So you're all right. So you're a 24 graduate. Are you 17 or are you still 16? 17, 17. 17, okay. Yes, sir. All right. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Hey, everybody that's joining tonight, thank you so much for being here. We absolutely appreciate it. We record this space, so if you did get in late, don't worry about it. We're going to retweet it out later. You'll certainly be able to hear it in its entirety. Uh, Tonight, we're talking with 24 uncommitted Jacob Ayala. He's out of Texas. He's really out of the Dallas area. Playing, I'm sure, you know, if you're playing with uh, South Grand Prairie, that's probably one of the highest regions. I'm I'm sure it's a really, really large school, so you're probably playing against great competition. This summer he played with Five Star. Anybody that's listening will absolutely recognize the name Five Star. That's got a national recognition to it. Everybody knows who Five Star is. So let me ask something, Jacob. How How do you really stay motivated? You know, and, the, you know, how, what is it that you're doing to keep yourself motivated and just keep improving your skills? Uh, definitely. That's a great question. Um, really, when I'm down is when I feel the most motivated. So, like, let's say after a bad game, you know, I'm just not as motivated as I should be. I always think back to, you know, when I was smaller, when I was younger, playing, like having so much fun. That's what motivates me, kind of, you know, pushing me to be where I always wanted to be at when I was little and just knowing that I have a dream kind of that I've always wanted to chase and just just to never give up, basically keep pushing towards that that dream or that goal that I always have in life. And that's just to make it to make it playing baseball. I love it. No question about that, man. Hey, I got to believe. Anybody that's been playing for as long as you have, especially when you were playing with your grandmother. I love that story, man. I just can't get over that. And your grandfather. That's so cool. (laughs) I know that you've had to have had some really memorable moments and achievements on the field. If you could really kind of, you know, just single out one particular moment that was either, you know, the most memorable or the biggest achievement, what would it be? And really just kind of give us a sense. What'd you learn from that? I will say that, one moment I will take away from this past summer itself um, was that no matter, you know, no matter the situation, there's always going to be eyes on you. You never know who's watching. So just always, you know, try your best, do your best. Uh, One situation I had this summer was we played a Thursday night game and it was just like a regular pool, pool play game. Game didn't matter. It was the first game, and I think we were winning maybe 3-1. It was against a really good team, and it ended up getting rained out. Um, So we had to come back the next day and literally finish, like, 10 minutes of the game. And the biggest lesson I really took away from it was going to the field that day, I was just, like, kind of on cruise control knowing that it's only 10 minutes, like, well, like, who's going to be there to see 10 minutes of the baseball game that we were already winning, uh, that we should have won? But in that game, uh, I made uh, two really good plays at second base, a backhand play, and then I dove 
and uh, threw the runner out at first, and then I got a really, really good hit up the middle. Uh, never know who's watching because after the game, there was a scout there for Texas A&M International, and he texted me after the game was like, I really like the way you played. Um, and I just never really would have expected that, you know, for a 10-minute, 15-minute game. Jacob, that's an awesome story, man. I love that. And that's, I mean, that speaks to so many different levels. One, right. how, cra- how crazy travel baseball can be with time limits and so forth. You know what I mean? Which is just so nuts. And I got it. All right. So when you came back that morning, were you playing shortstop or you playing second base? Yeah. So I think here's what's funny. I think uh, the day before I had like caught a cramp. Uh, like the last inning we were playing when it started raining, I think I had caught a cramp, so I didn't even go back out on the field. Uh, but I think when we resumed play, I subbed in and I was at second base. Uh, and then I made a pretty good, uh, like, one-handed pick, backhand play at second, and then the diving play at second. And uh, I think uh, we just finished a half of an inning or it might have been a full inning, even at that. It went by pretty quick. But, yes, sir, I was at second base. Man, that's so cool. I love that. And what a great lesson for everybody that's listening. And what a great lesson for you. I mean, right, you really sure. don't – hey, man, you really don't know who's watching. And it's that old adage. I'm sure you probably heard it from your grandmother <laughs> right. or your grandfather. It's always yeah. about the things that you're doing when no one's looking that really right. matters. That's right. where you really develop – so much character for your for the rest of your life man when you're putting in the effort and you're doing the things you're supposed to be doing when you're totally alone and there's no one around those are the things that pay off for the rest of your life man that's that's when you're working hard in the schoolroom when maybe you don't have to that's when you're working hard out on the ball field even when it's a blowout that's when you're working by yourself in the weight room and nobody's checking you out those are the things that just push you. And it doesn't matter if it pushes you and it, and it helps you to excel on the baseball field. I guarantee you those are the type of things that will help you excel in life. You'll be successful in whatever your career is. You'll be successful in your marriage. You'll be successful as a father. That's what it's all about, man. That is an yes, awesome sir. lesson. Yes, I am so yes, happy sir. you shared that. That's exciting. <laughs> and then and – then, to get the reward, to get a call. Just imagine, man, there's a college coach that just happened to be out there that was checking you out that said, man, I really like the way you play the game. You know, that just speaks volumes for you, man. That is so cool. Really, really (laughs) exciting. Congratulations, man. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, Big time. uh, I was pretty excited to share that one just because of how many times I've, I've heard it just throughout baseball itself life you know i've heard that you never know who's watching literally so many times and that was the first time i've actually realized like you really don't you're you really don't know who's watching you and when they're watching you shoot yeah man i love that love it so hey when you introduced yourself one of the things you touched on was your gpa at 3.5 i gotta ask you how do you balance the classroom with the with the baseball field you know what what is it that you're doing to keep up with both and to be successful man i will i will say it is a grind uh usually my day during school would run from 7 30 in the morning usually i'd get to school at seven if 
you know, I'd go to the trainer or whatever, but it'd be seven o'clock in the morning to around four thirty is when baseball would end. And then right after that, some days I would just go and uh, get extra work at that academy, at the Rangers Academy, until like seven or eight. And after that, on top of that, just have some schoolwork. Uh, definitely in between those gaps of me going to the Rangers and getting out of school, definitely to try and get some schoolwork done, like right then and there. Just then, any gap that I little ha- or that I have of little time. Is where I try and get some schoolwork in, but for sure school is number one. And I always try and get that done before anything else. Shoot, yeah, man, that's great time management. That's what it's going to take when you get to the next level. It just blows me away because I got to tell you, Jacob, just being a full-time student is work in and of itself. That's a job. And then you throw in sure. playing. Yeah, then you throw in playing a sport on top of it. That is quite the commitment. And, I mean, you really have to be very, very wise with your time and taking care of the classroom and taking care of the ball field. So, great answer, man. I love that. And then – Super – Oh, yeah, my bad. And I was going to say, add in on that, that even on some weekends during school, uh, having schoolwork, you know, that that kills them. You know, when you have baseball and you have all this to complete, but, you know, your work's due on Saturday or your work's due on Sunday. You know, just sometimes it'll kill your weekend, but it's definitely worth it to be better in the classroom than, you know, to kind of not fail or to not pass and not play. I'd definitely rather uh, pass and play, so I'd do whatever (laughs) it takes. I think that's a good way, yes. You definitely want to pass. You don't want to wait till the last minute either, man. That's (laughs) Hey, that's great time management. Hey, again, everyone that's joining us tonight, thank you so much for being here. I mentioned earlier that we record this space and we will retweet it out. A second reason that we record it, we turn it into a podcast. Uh, The podcast is now D1 Speaks. It's become really, really popular. And, and, And I think one of the things that's been so good about it is it gives guys like Jacob an opportunity to say, hey, you know what, coach? I'm not only a, a good athlete, I'm also a good person. And let me tell you what I'm doing outside of the, of the baseball field. You know, let me tell you about my GPA. Let me tell you how I take care of that GPA. Let me talk about some of the things that I'm able to accomplish, whether it's in the weight room or within the community as well. So it's really actually become a pretty successful little show. I would certainly appreciate it if you're interested in this. Go out and find us. We're on every platform that's out there from – you know, from Apple to Spotify to YouTube to some of the smaller, you know, like Pocket Cast or Good Pods or anything like that. But go find Now D1 Speaks, uh, subscribe to it, and I would absolutely appreciate like a five-star rating. Uh, tonight we're talking with Jacob Ayala. He's a 24. He's uncommitted. He's a middle infielder. He's a pitcher. He's six foot, 168 pounds. He's, you know, sitting mid-80s, touching 88, 87 on a pretty consistent basis. He's got great uh, secondaries, and uh, he's got just a super bright future ahead of him. So, uh, Jacob, let me ask you something. You know, we talked about kind of – yeah, we kind of talked about memorable moments. We've talked about how you're balancing your academics. Talk to us about some some people that have had really big influences on your development, whether it's a player or a coach. Uh, some coaches that have really, really uh, shown some great, I guess, uh, motivation just throughout life in general and just baseball have been all of my coaches uh, or 
yeah, all of my coaches at uh, South Grand Prairie at my high school, uh, just every day walking into the keel is what we call kind of like our little study hall room. Just walking in every day, just knowing, you know, every day I just uh, give knuckles to our hitting coach, knuckles to our pitching coach. And it was just, you know, something that they, they just always pushed me through our practice or our days. And they always, you know, gave me the motivation to be a leader. And I just feel like I've always been, even before I went attended the high school, I would go to their baseball camps and I would always just try and be around, you know, the players, the coaches. And, yeah, definitely uh, the coaches at South. I feel like they've motivated me for sure. That's pretty interesting. I know that early on you were talking about one of the things that one of your strengths is just trying to help motivate other guys that are around you, staying upbeat, and uh, so forth. And then that was pretty interesting that you were saying that some of the coaches also have instilled some leadership qualities. Would you consider yourself a leader? Uh, for sure. I definitely try and see myself as a leader. Uh, I don't want to be like too pushy, you know what I mean? And, you know, tell everybody like I'm the leader, you know, y'all don't, y'all have to listen to me or, you know, I don't want to be too pushy with being a leader and being in that position but definitely I do see myself uh, being a leader and just leading people in the right direction. Okay. I got it. So you're obviously you're going to be a senior on the, uh, the high school baseball team going into next year. What kind of team do y'all have? Or is the expectations high? Do you have a relatively young team or is it kind of a veteran team? Um, I will say that this year it'll be more of a kind of a balanced team. Uh, this year or this past year, we had a lot of sophomores, a lot of freshmen helping us. Uh, we're losing a lot of seniors that definitely mean a lot to me. Those were all my, you know, really close friends. Um, so losing them was definitely, they were all would be in the dugout, just cheering us up, making us have fun, you know, making us laugh. The whole field, I think, will be seniors and a couple of there's one sophomore and a couple of juniors will be okay. on varsity. So, okay. yeah, we're a pretty young team, I would say. I guess. Okay, so you're going to absolutely have an yeah. opportunity to uh, show off your leadership skills next year. Oh, and for sure, for sure. Okay, well, that's cool. For sure, yeah, I'm excited about well, that. Well, let me ask you something. How, how have you been able to kind of prepare, prepare yourself mentally for a game? I mean, do you have – like a specific routine that you like to go through? Or do you have maybe a couple of rituals that you like to do instead? Um, not so much as on the ritual side. I will say that I do have a really, I guess, the same routine every time I'm going to go or every time I'm going to pitch on the mound. Uh, I guess the routine would be we have a store across the street from our field, and it's kind of like, you know, people call it, we're the SGP, we're the South Grand Prairie Warriors. So, like, that little that little uh, store across the street is called Warrior Mart. So, I always go to Warrior Mart and give me the same snacks every time. Uh, I'll get a Gatorade and, you know, some chips and a candy and just go sit in the dugout, listen to music, and just kind of just find myself. Or I'll kind of just sometimes sit in my car, sit in the locker room, just find myself, kind of find you know, to where it's just me, uh, me 
me pitching tonight and kind of just me realizing that and having the confidence to go out there and pitch that night. Uh, but I will say for the Friday games, it is a little bit different because uh, I would be on the field and definitely it's just trying to be with my guys in the locker room and, you know, just trying to get them ready for the game, get them on their feet, get them hype, you know, just everything we need for that night. Uh, if it's a big matchup, it's a small matchup, you know, either way, we both, we, we prepare for it the same way. Okay. I like it. Hey, a couple things I got to ask you. All right. So you go to warrior Mark, you get a Gatorade. Right. Did you say, when you said snacks, did you say chips and a candy? No, I usually get like, uh, you know the, I don't know the brand name, but it's the pickles. Like the, the pickle in a, a little package. <laughs> okay. I'll get a pickle, a Sprite, and some Skittles, and I'm sick. Wait a second. Now, you and started I'm out sick. saying you got a Gatorade. Now you're getting a Sprite. You're getting Skittles. Oh, did I say Sprite? My bad, my bad, my bad. Gatorade, Gatorade, Gatorade. We're still on the same page. Gatorade. <laughs> All right. I like it. So you yeah, no. so you have a nice little ritual. You, you go through. Yeah, you right. get your snacks. You hit the bull. I mean, you hit the dugout, and you really start visualizing what it is that you need to do to be successful. And then you start kind of hyping right. up the rest of the team. That's a great routine, man. I love it. For sure. Yes. All sir. right. So let me ask you one more thing. So earlier you said last year you were like the Tuesday pitcher. Hey, man, what are you thinking about for next year? You gonna be the Friday night pitcher? Oh, definitely. This year, I'm I'm ready for the Friday night start. You know, just because it is, it is high school. I feel like, you know, even when I was little, I always dreamed of, you know, being on the field, wearing the Warriors jersey, representing the city, you know, kind of just having my own little saying behind me playing. What is just, it, that just means so much to me. Uh, but definitely, I do see myself being the friend. I love it. And you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. You know what? It is a big deal, Jacob. It is a big deal to put on that high school jersey and represent the school and represent the community. That's a big deal, man. Right. right. There's no question about it. You should sure. feel a lot of pride in that. Congratulations, man. Y'all are going to have a great Thank year. You. It'll be a ton of fun. Yes, no sir. question. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So let me ask you about a couple yes, of goals. You know, uh, what is it that you really want to be able to achieve your senior season? You know, and then – a little bit longer term goal. I mean, you know, where do you want to be? What What do you want to be doing over the next two to five years? So uh, definitely in the next two to five years, I still want to be playing ball. Um, I want to find a really, you know, uh, a home that will, will do nothing but just improve me, uh, will help me as an overall person. Um, you know, still looking around for the, kind of the home, I guess, you know what I mean, college. Sure. But uh, definitely in these next two to five years, I really want to keep playing baseball, and I'm going to make it happen uh, no matter what I have to do. I hear you, man. I believe you, too. Hey, again, everyone that's joining, thank you very much for being here. Certainly appreciate it. I mentioned earlier that we have the podcast, Now D1 Speaks. If you're uncommitted and you're a 24 graduate, 25 graduate, or you're junior college, man, and you want to be a part of this forum and you just want to be heard, maybe get your voice out there, please reach out to me. I am on Twitter. I'm now underscore D1. I will tell you that August is booked. I think I've got 
I think after today, I may have two or three days open in August, but that's fine. You know, yeah, I know. It's kind of incredible. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Our plan is to continue to do it into the fall season as well. So I know that we'll be able to figure something out, whether it's in September or or whenever we get together. Uh, So, Jacob. Definitely. Yeah, thank you. So, Jacob, let me ask you. You you had an opportunity – to really, uh, you kind of laid out in the summer season, man, you made kind of a big impact, got a surprise text or phone call from Texas A&M International that you probably weren't expecting. Just kind of give us a sense of where you are in the recruiting process as a 24, you know, just, you know, are, are you, are you in contact with any coaches and you don't have to say names, but are you in contact with any coaches? Are you still just kind of reaching out, attending camps, relying on like uh, coach Jordan with five star or the head coach at, uh, at, at your high school. Right. So um, definitely, you know, always reaching out to coaches and, you know, trying to stay as much in touch as I can, like with schools. I know, you know, like some coaches will kind of sometimes, you know, wander off, not as necessarily wander off, but like won't text back for a little while. But I'm definitely on that and really want to stay in contact with these coaches. Uh, Would love – I still have Jordan recruiting for me, so he's still putting my name out there, uh, doing everything that he can for me, which I really like about that. But um, other than that, once I'm back to throwing and out of PT – I'll be ready for these fall camps and I'm going to attend some uh, just junior college camps and local camps around in the area. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. And I love that comment you threw in junior college. I mean, there's so many advantages with junior college and especially, right. yes, and I don't want to push you one way or the other, but I just always had to, no, definitely. I always had to make a pitch for junior college and especially in today's game with the transfer portal and, and just kind of the way things are working. There is so many opportunities to go junior college for for guys that are coming right out of high school it it leaves so many options open for you you get an opportunity to potentially to play early you get to play two seasons fall and summer you get to put down a track record you know you you get an opportunity to earn an associate's degree as well at a a little bit less expensive pace you know yeah i mean right that's that's right on the same uh, track that I'm on, and that's when when people come up to me and they're like, "Really? Like you don't want to go do one?" And I'm like, not laughing about it, but I'm just like, I mean, kind of, kind of match things up, you know, the type of player I am. Am I really gonna play over a six three, two hundred twenty pound shortstop, or am I gonna, you know, am I gonna have a better chance playing at a junior college where it's less expensive, might be even closer to home? And, you know, just overall could be better. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And and I think the thing that a lot of people fail to realize is just how much talent is at the junior college level. It, it, really? it honestly, for sure. honestly, at every level. I mean, it's just that. Exactly. Yeah, for right. sure. Uh, I've been I've been at a couple of junior college camps and a couple of uh, junior college games, a couple of. D2 games, D3 games, and just seeing the talent that they have, even at, you know, levels that are different divisions is just 
it's pretty crazy. So smart, Jacob, to be going out and checking out games. I mean, that is really uh, another. Yeah, I tried my best. Hey, that shows another side go. of maturity to you. I mean, because a lot of times, yes, yeah, a lot of times prospects actually don't want to go and see a D2 play or a junior college play because, you know what, they don't really want to see that some of the guys that are out there are actually better than they are. They don't want to face that reality. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was just going to say they've right. had that, you know what, I was the all-star on my, you know, 12-year-old team and I always thought I was going right. to make it to the major leagues and that's what I've been kind of living off of. Right, <laughs> right. right. No, but definitely I try and show uh, – you know, as much interest in, you know, schools that are interested in me, I definitely, definitely interested, you know, right back at them. And I try and check them out just as much as I can, uh, like in between those gaps when I'm playing and, you know, relaxing. I just try and head to some games. It's good stuff, Jacob, man. I've really enjoyed I got to tell yes, you, sir. tonight's been a great night. I've really enjoyed getting to know you. And, uh, it, you know, you, you've got a mature sense about yourself and, uh, you're going to be a great senior. Yeah. You're going to be a great senior. I think you realize your strengths, your weaknesses, you kind of realize the position that you're at within the school, what's needed from your teammates, so forth. You got tremendous physical ability. You got great size already at six foot one seventy, throwing serious heat. I mean, you got a lot of positives going for you all the way around. You've surrounded yourself with good coaches. You got great family support. You got a fantastic GPA. Yes, You're knocking out your academic piece. I mean, you've really put your yes, yeah. Sir. You put yourself in a serious position. And one of the things I think that's so impressive is you're being very, very realistic about what college options are and what they look like. You're not limiting yourself. But you're just op you're, right, right. you're opening the doors to all possibilities, and that's the way to really exactly. take. Right. Yes, sir. And that's exactly uh, on that college thing that you just mentioned. I just wanted to go back on that. That's exactly kind of how I wanted, you know, things to be. Like, you know, I do understand that not everybody goes to these big D ones, and I do understand that you know some players go through different routes before they get there. And kind of trust in that. I really do trust in that, that, you know, you could go a different way, but you still end up going D1. Sure. Just stuff 100%, like that. 100%, man. For sure. That's good stuff, Jacob. For sure. Great stuff. So let me, let's yes, kind of end it on this tonight. Let me ask you something. If you, if you could address somebody else, kind of think about, hey, I mentioned earlier the 12-year-old all-star that's pretty good at baseball. You know, and, and that kid right. wants to be good for a long time. You know, you know, be as successful at least for as long as he can. What kind of advice would you tell him now? Uh, I would definitely just give him the advice to keep his head down, never stop working. Yeah, listen to people's feedback, listen to the positive feedback. But if, you know, people are trying to put you down or whatever, just always, always just keep working harder than they are. For, for sure. Yeah. Just keep working that's hard. great advice, Jacob. No question about it, man. Yes, sir. Hey, I will tell everyone again that's listening, thank you very much for uh, being on, and thank you for supporting Now D1, but thank you for supporting Jacob Ayala as well. Hey, uh, tomorrow – Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. For sure. Tomorrow night we've got – Yeah, thank you once again. Absolutely. Sorry about that. Yeah, but thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity you gave me to be on the podcast. Hey. Uh, yeah, thank you. 
Thank you once yeah, again. Yeah, for sure, Jacob. Thank you for the kind words, man. I appreciate that. To- <laughs> yes, hey, tomorrow sir. night we've got Ryan Hoft on. Ryan has got a great story, man. I think this is going to be an exciting night tomorrow night. He is uh, he's a 24. He's out of the state of Virginia. He's a big-time athlete, and he has really got a story that you're going to want to hear, and uh, it's going to inspire other other kids that are uncommitted as well. It's going to – it's going to resonate with everybody that's on the call. So I would absolutely impress upon you guys tomorrow. Hop on. 9 o'clock, we got Ryan Hoft. He is uh, 24. He's out of the state of Virginia. Hey, Jacob, man, thank you for a great night. And thank you for the kind words yes, that sir. you shared. No, thank you. Yeah, man, I'm going to keep my eye on yes, you. Sir. I think you've got a ton of a ton of opportunity here in front of you. And, and I wish you nothing but the best of success. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I uh, uh, we're definitely, I'll keep in touch with you. I really appreciate you for the opportunity for letting me be on the podcast. Uh, yeah, just, just thank you. Thank you. Hey, that's so cool. Thank you, Jacob. And thank you again for everyone that's joining. We're going to end it here for uh, tonight. So good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution. Trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast.